When I was at law school a few years ago, I realized something no one ever really talks about. People are not putting their entire lives online on the social networks. The secrets were still very much being kept secret, if you know what I mean. You can guess what some of those secrets were if you've ever been a college student. But what's surprising, though, is that even the benign activities were being self-censored. Like if someone had a hobby they thought their friends would make fun of them about or an interest in an influencer they wanted to follow, but they didn't want everyone to know they were following that person, they kind of just hid it. And people, you know, had to find other groups and places to express this interest away from their main social pages. They didn't want it in their regular mainstream life, so to speak. So they created new pages or they signed up for other sites under different avatars or usernames or whatever. So if you're an aspiring entrepreneur who wants to start an online business in a niche no one knows you're interested in and they don't know you've been following it and you have limited or maybe even no experience, you kind of face the same dilemma, right? Like how can you legitimately declare your passion or expertise to be exactly what you say it is, even if you have no experience in your niche? Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast. If you are thinking that it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 78, how to declare your passion or expertise to be exactly what you say it is, even if you have no experience in your niche. Have you ever actually seen one of those bubbling plastic model volcanoes? (laughs) You know the kind I'm thinking about, right? They're the staples on TV shows when they want to make fun of science projects. You know, somebody usually does it for the kid instead of the kid doing it and the kid still wins or whatever. Those model volcanoes are like, seem to be the only thing that TV people know you could do at a science fair. But, and then of course you remember science fairs, right? Blue ribbons, prizes, not too many people watching, and even more importantly, not too many people pointing you from there to an ongoing path of success. Now, don't get me wrong. I love science, and I, I honestly think science fair champions should be absolutely on the front page of the paper. They should be put up as an example of alternatives. You can honor them at the Super Bowl halftime show. Like, there's, you know, obviously what they're going to be doing in life is going to be so incredibly important. That's not what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, yeah, they're brilliant geeks and uh, the plastic volcano, super cool, building up all that pressure, causing an explosion, all that. That's that's all awesome, too. But we're not covering that because that is easily forgotten. And that's what we're going to get to. The state science fair is okay. It's a big deal for some people, but it receives not even like a smidgen of the attention that the state basketball championships get, which it turns out is a big deal for everyone. Now, probably the science champion and the basketball champion get a free ride to college. That's probably going to happen. And the science champion may even get lots of interesting job offers over time, maybe a research lab, maybe a big corporation, maybe, maybe, maybe. The basketball champion actually knows exactly the types of offers she could receive. I'm assuming the basketball champion is going for a per- a professional basketball career, okay? In that case, the basketball champion has an absolutely clearly defined road to success that almost everyone knows about. So it's interesting, right? Only athletes have this and only certain kinds of professional athletes, I should say. The biologists don't have this, the historians don't, the computer programmers don't, and the entrepreneurs don't either. But the athletes do. 
because the basketball player in high school knows you can earn a spot on the varsity team and then the junior or maybe the junior varsity or maybe intramural um you could play with an aau traveling team if you got if you're any good and we have there's all sorts of levels of competition for that you know you're going for a division 1a college scholarship and if that doesn't materialize you go for division 2 or division 3 and then you'll try the nba and the development leagues maybe you'll play in europe or asia or south america Maybe you'll make a national team, Pan Am Games, Olympics. You know exactly when they're going to take place. You know exactly when you can try out. And when your playing days are over, you can start again as a coach in high school and then in college. You see where this is going? On and on and on. It's a path. And not everyone makes it, for sure, for sure, like very few do. But everyone starting out knows exactly what the path is. They actually have goals that they can shoot for. (laughs) Pun intended right from the beginning, right from their earliest playing days. The science champion may or may not get a job, may or may not have a promising career, may or may not get to work in their preferred field. And in all circumstances, there's no clear path for their career goals anyway. Maybe there's an annual science competition or whatever prizes and stuff like that, Nobel Prize, but none of them, those prizes and competitions have the objective championship declaration like the number of points scored in a basketball game. The science champ is going to have to figure things out and accept decisions that are made by others that are caught in a status quo of research grants and subjective analysis and naysayers and unbelievers questioning whether, you know, could turn out to be their best ideas. The basketball player can ramp up on her performance and aim for higher and higher defined opportunities along the path. And because the basketball player can see the path and the road and the opportunities ahead, She can prepare to be a professional basketball player or a coach or a team manager or a team executive. She knows all the available jobs and the programs, everything that's out there in the entire world, you know, for life. It's all laid out in front of her and you just have to keep going to the next level of achievement and the layers within each level. It's pretty incredible. So it's actually quite a a remarkable, you know, road that has been set up for the professional athletes in comparison to your typical college student. Every day, the basketball player can do more drills and shots and weightlifting and running, can modify a diet or sleep more, can spend hours and hours watching the tape and see how the greats played and see their own mistakes. And the basketball player is ready for the next opportunity. The science champ is more reliant on those outside forces. And like the science geeks, aspiring entrepreneurs do not have a clear road But like basketball players, you can prepare. Now, what an aspiring entrepreneur can do is understand that the road to follow and the skills to develop while declaring, you know, whatever passion and around an idea that you have when you build your business, all of that works directly to help you achieve success. And success is defined by the global marketplace, which is also objective in that sense. The market will tell you if you've won or lost (laughs) against your definition of success. So if you want a billion dollar company, you don't have a billion dollar company, so far you're losing. If you want to have an elite group of uh, very specific customers that you work with and you've got them, then you're winning, right? Now, you, you may be wondering, well, okay, how does this relate to finding my expertise? It relates across every dimension. When I left corporate life a few years back to follow this entrepreneurial road, I was kind of indoctrinated with the way the science geeks see the see life, you know, their understanding. And I failed to see that the gatekeepers were kind of trying to decide my path. 
but I was dissatisfied with my results. I didn't like what I was seeing. So I decided to closely look at what successful entrepreneurs were really doing and I adapted my practices to model theirs. And this lesson while trying to get my business going and then stepping back and coming at it again in a more systematic way was the biggest revelation of my journey so far. As an entrepreneur, you set your goals based on the opportunity you see and you work to achieve them. The only approval you need is from the global marketplace where you deliver your product or service. So you select your passion, the niche or the space, the product or the service you want to champion exactly where you want to make your mark. And you use it to do exactly what you want to do, even if you have no experience. Because the key driver of all successful entrepreneurs is doing the work. That's what separates the successful from the forgotten. Sure, there were people that had, you know, smart ideas, they built it themselves, they tinkered with it and so on. But the key was they did the work. They weren't the only person ever working on that particular invention, but they were the ones who kept going to such an extent until it was available for everyone to see because they were the ones who persisted. That's the common denominator is that persistence. Entrepreneurs could be born rich or poor, can finish school or not, can go to the, into the formal workplace or not, you can travel the world or not. In all cases, the success stories are written by and about those who did the work and did not give up. So you declare your expertise exactly where you are going to put in the work because your intentions and effort will put you ahead of those who are not doing anything at all, right? So you can start with zero experience because the minute you get started, you know more than the next person who didn't want to do anything and they're waiting for you to figure it out and then tell them. So that becomes how you get ahead of the game that way. If you're super interested in something, other people are interested in it too, but you're willing to do the work to turn it into something viable that they can use. So if your production and delivery of the product or the service resonates with whoever that next person is in your community, then that person gets to consider you the expert that they want to follow and you have your business. So like the basketball player, you keep your main goal in mind while you make adjustments based on your feedback and the response you get from your community and what the global marketplace is saying about your product or your service and the way that you produce it and deliver it. And while the science geek is still kind of waiting for grant money or possible job offers, you are practicing, practicing those moves that you need to break into the next level by being passionately involved in your chosen area of expertise. You have to get ready like the basketball player. You have to prepare to be a ready entrepreneur. Today, right now, you are living the opportunity to have the life that you truly want, a life on your terms where you add value that you believe in and that makes you feel like you're really contributing to build the world you want to see. Becoming an entrepreneur, being your own boss, and having your own business is one of the best ways to take control of your life and to deliver to yourself on your own life dream. But you have to get started. This episode is two out of four in a series about preparing to be an online entrepreneur without compromising yourself. If you want a deeper dive into these, into all this, sign up for my webinar, which is also called Preparing to Be an Online Entrepreneur Without Compromising Yourself. Go on over to success.readyentrepreneur.com forward slash register. The link is also in the show notes. So it's success.readyentrepreneur.com forward slash register. We're going to get you to the vision of your lifestyle freedom through an online business the Instagram dream life, you know, and we'll get there without feeling the fear and the embarrassment or the imposter syndrome. Some of these other things that come up, 
You want to be authentic and deliver value as you see fit. And I've got those secrets for you of how you can do that and make progress without the rah-rah noise. You might, if if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know, I'm not a rah-rah person. And I, I, there's a lot of conflicting internet rhetoric. We'll push through all that. You don't have to sign up for every social media platform. You don't have to, you know, get every nonsense email. You just have to follow your path. What you'll be doing is getting to your online business through the interest and the skills and the business idea that you define. All right, to recap, in this Ready Entrepreneur podcast episode 78, declare your passion or expertise to be exactly what you say it is, even if you have no experience in your niche, you can understand that there is a path and you can prepare to be an entrepreneur. You select the area of expertise where you have the passion that will drive you through the work you have to do to be successful. And of course, not everyone is successful, but if you know how the game is played and you want in, you study and model the activities you have to do to get the door open. You know you can learn the skills that win at the game and work to achieve your results. If you enjoyed this information and found it useful, please make sure you're subscribed to the Ready Entrepreneur podcast so you do not miss any future episodes. And please leave a rating and comment at Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast so I can see your feedback. And if you know someone else who would benefit from the tips and the strategies in the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, please share this podcast with a friend. Come over to the Ready Entrepreneur website. You can get lots of information, download helpful PDFs, and sign up to join the community so I can keep you up to date with tips and ideas and strategies and other cool stuff at readyentrepreneur.com. And if you want to reach out directly, send me an email, contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur podcast with Case Lane. 